Hello. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Yeah, Ashish, I think it's your uh, this thing, ceiling fan. You can hear it. Yeah, a little bit, but it's pretty negligible. So that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. <sighs> Where are the topics you said? Um, you can just search for keywords like how COVID has impacted sport. That much you put. Or just put COVID will come. What happened? Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Everybody's here? Yep. Yes. Audio. All cool. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. <clears throat> okay, boys, let's start then. Okay, this is first episode of Sports Stash Podcast, where we'll be talking all things sports. And if you can add anything chill, that is also more than welcome. And for this first episode, we have uh, our podcast panelists. That is uh, Praneet Ram from Suratkal. And uh, if you have any other place where you're from. And uh, then you have Shreyang Perla, uh, currently out of Ujjiri. Not Ujjiri, sorry. What is that place? Uh, then uh, you have Ashish Shekde, where I, I honestly don't know where he is right now, but I know he's going to England. So, then you, yeah, then you have Anirudh Malya, who is currently based out of. Yeah, so we can do that. And Sweden, boys. Yeah, so yeah, I would kindly request the panelists to have an introduction of some sort, I guess. So, please, go ahead. Let's start with Pranit. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Pranit. Uh, I'm doing my master's in Monash right now. Online, of course. Of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Big RCB fan since 2008. Yeah, pretty much it. Online Pundi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, my name is Shriyank Perla. Uh, I'm an aspiring civil servant. Uh, finished my engineering and uh, a big uh, sports buff, especially mm-hmm. cricket, football, table tennis, and all sorts, and even a uh, uh, outdoor uh, sports play buff. So yeah, that's about it. Ashish. My name is Ashish, and I recently got. Uh, accepted for a master's course in Imperial College, London. Currently working in Bosch in Bangalore, but I'll be leaving soon. And yeah, I am also a sport fan, which is why I'm here. Uh, mainly cricket and football and a casual viewer of other sports. Okay, great. Now that uh, the introduction is done, we... Excuse me, Okay, you just forgot about me, huh? You forgot the main guy. Now now we have Swedish House Mafia. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, yes. You cannot forget the Swedish Mafia. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hello, guys. My name is Anirudh Malia. I'm studying in Sweden right now for uh, a bit over a year and a half. And I'm doing my thesis. Uh, Major F1 buff, like, huge fan. Uh... 
not really into any other sports unfortunately so this is going to carry me along so i'm just here for the ride let's go yeah great great crazy introduction boys and yes. uh, apart from what we're going to wait wait interruption please malaya yeah, you yeah, cannot you can say you're not into other sports after all we after all the paper football that we played in college <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, I mean, we just chose players who had long names. Blachistowski. 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 I think uh, people need to know some context of what yeah, paper football yeah. means. So, Ashish, can you go ahead and uh, give us a brief, you know, lowdown of what that means? Okay. Well, you write... names of 11 football players in your preferred formation uh, first of all you draw a football pitch on a piece of paper and then each teams fill out the names of their 11 players uh, on either side in the preferred formation and then you use a pencil you flick you keep a pencil on somebody's name and you flick the pencil and you try to uh, you know emulate the movements of a football that's it Oh, one, only during class to play yeah during boring math yeah. classes very fun game <laughs> no pani to played on other days too with yeah. people from the away team <laughs> yeah <laughs> i need to ask a question to anirudh right now uh, yeah. anirudh how is uh, yeah. how do you feel right now that uh, you chose ibrahimovic of all the time and then now you are studying in yep. country oh, it's just karma man oh it's just karma ibrahimovic he sang the fucking swedish uh, anthem here and i can't stop listening to that his voice is so sensual oh my god it's so nice <laughs> okay things like no just just to yep. just to get things straight i mean literally and metaphorically where is your sexuality lying here at this point <laughs> uh, you never know man if i if i meet ibrahimovic i might turn gay if not i uh, probably not so you're not you're, you're going to the extreme then there's no in between no no there is no in between uh i'm straight don't worry for now hopefully you return for now yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay okay well, yeah. okay anyway since uh, ashish gave us a lowdown of what uh, paper football is um i i want to touch upon something which is like um really important On, on a much serious note, uh, not only to football in general, but also sport overall. Uh, so, uh, for me personally speaking, COVID has really impacted me not only on a uh, professional level but also on a personal level. Uh, and a part of that was uh, sport, uh, sport not being there for a good, pung, a good chunk of uh, I think three to four months. Uh, i think everything shut down all kinds of operations across all industries shut down uh, i think impromptu so uh, i just want to know from you guys how much has uh, covid impacted uh, you on a personal level uh, in regard to sport uh, and uh, how much has that changed once uh, sport sort of came back into the picture i'll start with pranit Yeah, man. Like I missed sports a lot. I was waiting for the IPL that got cancelled. The F1 season got cancelled for the time being. I mean, I was craving for sports so much that I started watching Marble Marble Racing in YouTube. 
yeah that was the only alternative i had at that point of time and then yeah it was quite boring and then uh, yeah then it all started again and i was back what about uh, shrank yeah on a personal level yeah it felt harsh at times but then uh it wasn't much different for me uh, you know uh, in the usual way also because uh i was studying and everything and be staying at home was a big part of it the only reason only other uh, you know uh, difference is not uh, even after getting transferred from mangalore to gulbarga i you know all my friends were left behind in uh, mangalore and it was dif- difficult right now i'm feeling it uh, actually on a social level because of the social life being completely cut off uh i'm not able to you know even you know just venture out just for the sake of it just to you know have a breath of fresh fresh air so in that way that's the big difference that corona has made and i uh, it has changed me as a person from a, from being you know a uh, kind of an extrovert not exactly an extrovert from there i've moved to a space where i feel <laughs> i have become an introvert where i i i don't enjoy going out so it has changed my social life in that way and then uh, sports wise yes uh, uh, again sports was one thing that i used to always look forward for, for especially you know football every time there was a game that uh, the two days before the before the game you know having those uh, jitters you know moving uh, seeing the uh, when will it reach when the game day comes uh, we are hoping for it to reach soon and then being being in this you know monotonous lifestyle of ha- doing the same thing again and again a game day felt different so that was one thing that you know right. it, it was it was a big uh, big impact because i saw the football as a uh, of way of venting my own emotions that that were you know uh, you know curbed inside of inside of me because of this lockdown and everything and then once uh, uh, you know football started coming back after the lockdown and everything and then uh, it actually you know made a uh, it was like a blessing in disguise at times because games were there every 2 3 days 3 days 4 days so that was one of the best part but yeah again uh, we need to see about uh, even the mental aspect of the game also uh, uh, because players have been put to so much in 3 4 days of time they have to play continuously high intense football so in that way it uh, for for a viewer it is enjoyable but players might be a different case right right ashish what about your view yes for me it was just like you said affected both personally and on a professional level right because i was still working uh, and when those first 21 day lockdown uh, <laughs> were announced i was okay those were the only 21 days that i did not go outside but as soon as those ended i had to start my work and for the next two months okay this was the period when there was no sport right everything got cancelled yeah. ipl got postponed f1 got postponed uh, football was halted everywhere and this the next two months were actually very difficult for me because i was living in bangalore alone okay uh, and uh, because my roommate had gone to his native place so i was living alone uh food was not available i had to learn cooking then which which is a blessing actually but then uh, you know living alone the only social interaction that you have is 
with your colleagues in office right? right so my life became going to office coming back uh tired watching something on youtube going to sleep then rinse and repeat the next day uh so it was like i was doing the same thing again and again my life got very it was very uh, hard on me mentally uh and then it was at that time that i had to take a break i took like a month off uh, from work i even told my managers that uh, this is affecting me mentally and i won't be able to work properly and i took a break and i came home at that time uh so <clears throat> thing is at this same time there was there was no support too right so that is why see now many people uh, they come with the argument that uh with the covid especially now the covid second wave raging in india we should not have ipl yeah right uh, right and, i think and i think adam gilchrist adam gilchrist had put out a tweet uh, i mean he put out yeah. a question it was like a it was in the form of a question where he's putting it in a way that it's is it a bane or a boon basically yeah i saw it earlier yeah yeah so the thing is uh, my belief is we should have some sports because uh sport like uh, the thing is misery suffering has always existed every person is in their own kind of difficulty uh, whatever it may be physical mental whatever and at the end of the day sports is a form of entertainment that is there for people like like perla said uh, football i saw as an opportunity to vent my own emotions right so this is what sports exists it is more for the fans than for the people playing it yeah uh right. yeah but thing is uh in <laughs> india with the way ipl was conducted it came out as crass consumerism that is how i think it was times of india which put it uh because there is i mean it's just showmanship uh in ipl so see my belief is sports were required the uh, return of sports last year especially when football came back it was uh, it took it cheered me up basically and i'm sure it did the same for a lot of people who were like me uh and sports are needed i believe ipl is also needed and should continue but the it should be done in a sensitive manner the re, the way ipl has uh, been going on right now is very crass and very consumer based and with all the ads and there is a very f- farcical opening where people come out and say stay at home and so on instead they could have taken alternate approaches like uh they could say each team is donating something pledging something for the at least the state that they represent right rcb right, rcb right. can come and say i am doing this for bangalore this is how i am helping bangalore but there is no such thing there is nothing from rcb there is nothing from kohli there is nothing from the big guns uh and instead it was actually the foreigners right i think it was pat cummins pat first cummins. Yeah. yeah yeah the airspad uh, coming first yeah so it, it was the foreigners so trapped in india that first come out with something yeah right yeah, so this right. this is something which disappointed me but i am not but i believe that sports are required because like i said on a personal level uh, sports are for the fans and people need it sports have existed for a long long time uh, you know right Malia, what's what's your take? I mean, uh, I mean, football not so much. Uh, it's affected you, but I think F1, MotoGP, and motorsports mm-hmm. in general. It took a yeah. while to get back. Uh, I mean, yeah. And uh, the thing is, with uh, audience not being that much of an issue, and you know, uh, mm-hmm. gatherings not being that much mu- much of an issue as compared to other sports. Uh, do you think that particular reason was why it got back sooner than most other sports? I think UFC was the first one to get back, 
but i think yeah. uh, after that it was motorsports in general i guess yeah yeah uh i mean i definitely agree with uh, all of you guys uh, in saying that yeah when we miss sports of course i mean you know i'm not a big football buff or a tennis buff or anything i still watch them from time to time time to time like uh, the freaking el clasico i watch it every time it's on like i got it from you guys though <laughs> yeah i watch it like yeah. every time and when those were cancelled like once or twice like you really you know start uh, uh how do you say this you really start you realizing the importance that these uh, these games yeah. were in your life and you that you i wouldn't say take taken being taken for granted but uh, you take them lightly when it's just available every other day and then when f1 was cancelled for like the first half a year in 2020 i was like what the fuck am i going to do on sundays now i have I had nothing to watch uh, and yeah now there's just there's no audience and they're still going ahead with it uh, which i am thankful for honestly because i have something to look forward to uh, on every sunday a uh, saturday sunday period where they have qualifiers and all of that so i am very grateful that they still try to find ways to uh, you know carry out these sports sporting events uh, but on a personal level i would say that uh, i mean coming here alone honestly i i was alone here for like the first 4 to 5 months i didn't have anybody to talk to because i knew no one pretty much okay. so i mean i met like the only friends i have here now are my classmates and yeah i hang out with them most of the time uh, every weekends or so so yeah that that's mostly what how it has affected me uh, i wouldn't say like uh how how do i say this now so yeah after coming here we had like one semester of uh, offline studies which was fucking amazing and then it just went online and i was staying here for like no reason honestly just paying rent and studying on my fucking laptop which was bad but uh it was an experience it was, it was a very different experience yeah i mean something that's that, the uh, yeah all of us will the fact that it's an experience lives. is something yeah. which we have to take into consideration I mean, yeah yeah definitely yeah i mean I coming mean, out of this we'll probably have like more uh remote working like in every company i would say instead of uh, going everywhere when online is possible but that again still puts a mental stress on your brain like not being able to see people and you know socializing is i mean we are humans we need to socialize and without socializing you're just going to be going insane every time so we do need the social life but again this does have its advantages and disadvantages but i see more disadvantages than advantages to be honest yeah yeah i mean i was actually lucky to be at home like all this while yeah with my yeah. parents yeah mhm big yeah like in these past uh, almost 2 years now i haven't been able to go home because uh, covid obviously and you have to get tested and then my residence permit had expired last year and they took like uh, fucking half a year to renew it so i couldn't do that i couldn't go back home in christmas so yeah i've been away from home for like 2 years now uh, and i 
Honestly, right now, I mean, I'm I'm over the homesickness, but I just want to eat a plate of pani puri, man. Oh, I missed it so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, puri is a crazy scene. Make but, it home. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, easier said than uh, done, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, but Chef Malayano, the... you used to participate in the. ஒரு so yeah i mean uh, that's 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 it's a great perspective you put in there because i mean most of us are like we had the privilege of being in india being around our parents and mm-hmm. all of that yeah uh, to being in a completely different environment you have no so nobody to be that that actually takes a lot of balls to be very honest you know to be in that position um so uh, how do you think sport was received there i mean india obviously had uh, ipl uh i mean mm-hmm. this year and all that but how do you think sport has you know slowly picked up uh, back in sweden uh, before i get into the uh, ipl uh honestly i don't think sports ever stopped here uh like every now and then the right now the all svenskan league that's the uh, all swedish league that's about to start now and they had it last year as well so they just remove the audience and they're just doing fine okay. honestly uh they having that uh, foot, that's a football league by the way uh they have that uh i've been going to a few uh, ice hockey games as well uh i get tickets for cheap because we're students so i just go there and honestly the action there is fucking amazing uh, they just start fighting each other like there's no tomorrow <laughs> but yeah that's that's another issue uh but yeah i wouldn't so- say it's actually like completely stopped here but it was slow down for a while uh, and then it just uh, went back to its normal pace without the audience so so take us through what this ice hockey games are like i mean like what's the format oh. like and like and all of okay, that okay so it's it's like a 7v7 with the uh, one goalie each and they just uh, i mean i guess you've seen ice hockey right it yeah yeah it's uh, the same thing but on a very smaller scale we have like 50 to 60 like audience uh, audience and people in the audience sorry and yeah they just play and if something happens the first thing someone does is throw their sticks down and start punching each other <laughs> so, okay. and we we just start fucking cheering everything like we just start shouting screaming right punch it punch it all of that so uh, it's it's very fun it's a complete a very new sport for me i've been there like three times or four times that's about it Uh, uh i like to come in yeah, here but... uh, my favorite uh, ice hockey player is michael scott <laughs> oh yeah yeah okay. get... <laughs> the office reference uh... <laughs> yeah yeah michael scott ah <laughs> uh, but yeah it's still going on there's uh, nothing uh, surprisingly enough there haven't been any lockdown restrictions here uh, there hasn't been a lockdown here in sweden so yeah nothing really stopped per se everything just slowed down and now mm-hmm. that it's summer the value of sunlight is really you know i can really understand the value of sunlight right now after being in 
fucking darkness for like uh, six seven months just every minute of sunlight is just like uh, a god's gift yeah yeah i have seen Honestly. that and and there's something called as daylight saving time and all yeah, of that yeah 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 i hear that uh, so quickly coming back to the topic uh, how how is how is the ipl perceived in sweden like is that like is do people know about it or like what is it like what? over there Absolutely. the only people i know of uh, know that talk about ipl are indians and uh, i have a few uh, few canadiga uh, friends and they just like rcb rcb not can this that all that shit they keep saying so kapna the is ala kapna the next time chombonim the some some shit like that they keep saying so yeah that, that's like uh, i haven't even watched a single match this season so i don't really know what's going on but i you. have friends that <laughs> oh, i know rcb lost like i think yeah, day before yesterday or something but uh, that's uh, for, uh, for later that, that's, for later. that's for later that's for later but yeah no, that's for a separate podcast yeah, exactly. not that's not even yeah. for later <laughs> i can talk about ashish record what he is wanted to share about fully yeah. it'll be a monologue yeah. it'll be a monologue it'll be a monologue it's a rant also <laughs> But yeah, uh, nobody else uh, really knows about uh, IPL. I would say, as far as I know, at least. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, that's brilliant uh, perspective and really interesting perspective from Sweden, uh, the sport, sporting side, and how you, so you know, sort of dealt mm-hmm. with uh, dealt with it on a more personal level as well. Really well put across. So now I want to get back to. uh what the current situation of the ipl is like um everything i just want to touch upon uh, i want you guys to touch upon basically how uh, the entire uh, covid situation initially was uh, taken care of by the bcci um uh, then how the tournament has progressed and you know um how it's how it's shaping up and what predictions we can probably expect going into uh, the end of the season Ashish Goel. Uh, yeah, well, as we all know, the first IPL because of uh, medical safety and bio bubble concerns, the first IPL was conducted in. I mean, the first IPL after COVID was conducted in UAE and Sharjah. Yeah. Uh, so, I think they employed the same methods, and they thought we could do this in India. Uh, uh, unfortunately, for BCCI and every other stakeholder in IPL, it coincides with the huge unprecedented second, or maybe precedented second wave in India. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, like I said before, it is coming across as crass consumerism. This is this is the pair of words which I came across in a newspaper which refused to cover IPL results in their paper. Yeah. So. and i agree Which with this newspaper again i don't remember i saw this uh, i saw a newspaper clipping i didn't read the whole paper so i don't remember which paper it was i think it was times of india um but uh, so so this is i this is something i agree with right because it it did come across as crass consumerism because you have all these people who are very silent about this there is no acknowledgement that something serious is going on for example when or this whole black life matter movement started in football at least you had all the uh, 
uh, taking the knee minute of silence wearing black armband uh, something to show that the players are connected to the fans and what is happening in the world uh, but in ipl mm-hmm. it's like they have taken that bubble word seriously and they started off oblivious to everything else which is happening in india right and only once they started getting this criticism then people started coming out with okay uh, this team i think rajasthan or, or someone they finally said that we are donating something uh, and then some players slowly came out and, yeah, yeah rajasthan and delhi yeah yeah so and then the players slowly come and say okay i'm i'm donating here i'm donating here i'm helping for this but to, it it all came after the criticism and that disappoints me because with the amount of publicity ipl gets uh, they could have taken this as the opportunity to spread the awareness and spread the because see uh, our pm came out and told everything is fine uh, when in actuality it was not okay <laughs> and it, sports should take the advantage of their publicity sports i mean more people are interested in sports than politics yeah for example i am i myself am an example i watch more sports than i watch politics news and with sports being such a uh, i don't know such a some kind of com- service or commodity whatever you call it which is available to so many people they could have taken it as an opportunity to uh, spread the awareness or even encourage people to do their part like yeah i think sports has that responsibility yeah they have they are yeah, yeah exactly because the amount of money in sports if you look at the amount of money yeah. in sports it is huge uh, in the big sports of course in the big level not the smaller sports in, uh, like uh, you know the usual sports which get neglected at athletics and so on i'm talking about the big ones like cricket football <laughs> especially in india cricket where, where there is a lot of money involved yeah and when so much money is involved they have some kind of responsibility to the fans and to the people you know like how we have in our workplace corporate social right. responsibility csr hmm. right the same applies to sports too because you i mean it's it's just uh, natural you take something you have to give back something but ipl at the beginning they discarded this they disregarded this they started off as they were in their in their own bubble you know oblivious to what is happening and even now see for example they have this medical bubble uh, right which means you need a lot of um, medical personnel on standby for it okay. Uh, okay so that means now when you are having matches in delhi so just for the players bubble and the staff bubble you have separate medical staff on standby ambulance on standby or whatever uh, meanwhile a people in delhi are uh, literally dying because they don't have space to get into the hospital they are dying waiting outside right yeah and this is something which should be highlighted by something like popular sports which have so much media attention they highlight this and they say please you do your part to help them we are only playing to give you some mental uh, i don't know some release that's all some some joy during the tough times they should come out and outright say this instead of saying we are just making this uh, we are just holding this tournament to make money for ourselves right yeah, right that's my, that is my view Shank, you'd like to carry on yeah. from this, this, yeah, yeah, on this point. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, I agree in most of what Ashish is telling about crafting this consumerism and all. But then initially, the idea of IPL was for the consumer uh, part of it. It's it's more about making money and making the sports a uh, glamorous one. But yeah, this these are unprecedented times. Yes, 
uh, yeah, uh, it makes a lot of sense to you know make the right messaging even i agree on that part because uh, initially uh, to give the benefit of doubt to uh, ipl and bcci uh, when they started it off uh, the cases were you know still hovering around 10k 15k uh, nationally and um, after uh, you know after mid april uh, the cases started to surge and then yeah they have started uh, you know uh, making soft signals about you know mask up vaccine vaccinate yourself maintain social distancing and everything but that's but, just a general shit right I mean, yeah yeah I mean, that's the general shit it's it's like uh, you yeah. know applying uh, cosmetics to the pig which is already ugly so uh, i i hope nobody from peta is listening uh and uh, not like we care they yeah. they kill more animals than yeah i know i mean i just you know, sliding it yeah. sliding it so yeah uh, you know drawing parallel of black lives matter and uh, this time you know it's kind of harsh a bit because uh, those countries have a different political structure political you know uh, social social political capital where you know they'll try and uh, uh, milk anything okay and then the right signaling is seen as a uh, you know uh, a way of uh, you know making sure the audience is not you know disconnected with their game and you know the money literally the money do- doesn't go away blm is a whole different uh, aspect of the sport but yeah it's a strong message but still people are still abusing and you know continuing to do the same thing with the players but again in ipl uh, the way it is conducted I, i'm uh, really disappointed with the indian players not coming out and being you know vocal about uh, everything and it was uh, it's a it's a, it's a it's shame that uh, uh, you know our players could not uh, step up uh, first we had to wait for australians to do it it's just uh, just not the right signal that you want to send because you're making so much money outright money like virat kohli is on 17 18 crore per season that's absurd money uh, amount of money Right. If he sends out a signal, it's a you know larger the audience will catch it up. It's not like you need to you know there's no definite guarantee of you know uh, if you do it only then it will happen. But then it's it's a sort of thing that is expected out of you. Right. And this kind of criticism is kind of uh, uh, no. I I read about uh, one more from another journalist. I'm not sure which uh, publication he belonged to. He was telling about you know. uh what if there is an injury during a match like for example uh, a physical injury where uh, a player needs to be rushed to the hospital what then got it already the hospitals have been overwhelmed with uh, corona cases and everyone is treat, trying to treat you know as much as they can but then if a player gets injured like a severe injury where he, he needs to be treated right away that might lead to a, you know a dangerous uh, uh, a case where it might lead to a death like uh, for example like how uh, how it happened with phil hughes where he got hit on the head and you know collapsed so those right. sort of situation you know you need to take it i i think they have their uh, you know uh, in house you know, teams yeah yeah in house teams ready for such but still you know you never know you cannot predict any unprecedented scenario that might occur and these are right. kind of fine things that they need to tune but then uh, there's only limited amount of thinking that you know people who are into this ipl or let bcci they have their own limitation of thinking it cannot right. be like they are uh, uh, for example uh, i might uh, sound cliche politicians have this all round cap- you know they are supposed to have the all round capacity to think about everything they don't uh, but the same thing to be expected out of a bcci head or an ipl head who's from a cricketing background to think about all the social political impact Uh, that's a bit too much but yeah again political politically being right from the uh, 
uh, you know administration of let it be uh, sports authority of uh, india you know they could have taken the charge and you know made certain things uh, sure from the start that you do the right messaging right right yeah. pranith uh, your views on this uh, do you do you stand by what uh, shreyank is saying shreyank and ashish are saying or do you have an alternative perspective to this yeah okay so like uh, if see the bigger picture right now the bcci is like the ultimate goal is to conduct the t20 world cup later this year okay so they have been building up for that tournament from say like since the last ipl uh, when they connected ipl in ua last year uh, then they wanted to i mean they badly wanted to connect it in india itself so to test that they started with the uh, sayed mustaqali trophies and then the vijay hazare trophy and then we had an we had an excellent uh, england series too in india like we handled handled it really well and i mean at one point uh, we also let the you know fans into the stadiums and all before the covid surge and even after the covid surge uh, i think we are handling the bio bubbles and all pretty well so like if we can handle this and like complete the tournament successfully It'll give the BCCI like a uh, boost, you know, to uh, conduct even uh, the T20 World Cup in India itself rather than in UAE again. I mean, but, but don't you fans... think it's insensitive to do that at this point? I mean, I understand there is obviously a market to do it, but uh, I mean, current, I mean, considering the current situation at hand, do you think it makes sense from a financial front to do it? I mean, as a fan, for me, I've been waiting for T20 World Cup since 2016. Okay, like since that happened. Uh, mm-hmm. If not for COVID, obviously, like I would have gone to Australia and watched the 2020 T20 World Cup final in Melbourne. That's not happening. And at least, like, uh, if the COVID like cases reduced by like uh, October, maybe like uh, by the end they can let the fans in and like, you know, give them. But more but what joy. is the situation like in Australia? I mean, uh, from what I've heard, it's it's, it's more relaxed now. Um, do you yeah, think the number the... of cases like uh, it's hardly like one or two cases here and there. Uh, they are uh, just scared that people will come into the country and get COVID with them, and like uh, they're scared. And even the vaccination process is really slow there, and not many people trust the vaccines they have there right now. It's a mess, kind of mess, uh, with respect to that. But then, other than that, they've like uh, controlled the COVID really well so far. Okay, okay, okay. That's that's pretty uh, very well summed up uh, by all of you guys in in terms of that. Um, so, Malia, any any idea as to like what's going on in IPL? You have any idea, of, like what's the table and all looking like? Oh no, not not, <laughs> not a clue, not a single clue. <laughs> what do you think? Like, give it a shot, dude. What do you think is going to win this time? So I've heard you know? that. I've heard RCB has started winning a lot of matches this time. Okay. Surprisingly enough. Ashish control. Yep. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I've heard that. Uh, I haven't. I've heard KKR lost a few matches here and there. But yeah, honestly, that's literally about it. Okay. Any any player that you you know have in mind that you want performing this season or you know has been performing this season? 
Uh, <laughs> I guess every day when he performs every every time. So <laughs> that's my boy. No, that that is you probably seeing uh, yeah, Ashish's WhatsApp stories. <laughs> 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 probably. <laughs> no, but he he still has the most man of the matches this season. Yeah. So. yeah. I told you no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> in the history too, I guess twenty five. Do yep. Yeah, even yeah, in, yeah I, even in the like tournament history. Yeah, tournament history. Uh, and for so, good so, reason. Yeah. He's probably the best player. I mean, one of the best players, if not the best player in IPL right now. And he retired years ago. Exactly. Superhuman. No. <laughs> exactly. Sunny. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know just enough then about the IPL. I mean, he is. <laughs> isn't he there in top top five now? Top five run getters. Or Warner could be withdrawing <laughs> because I read reports that Warner and Smith were considering withdrawing from the IPL. Uh, it's about uh, Australian players because uh, yeah, Australian PM down, like flight. yeah, yeah, they uh, want a chartered want flight. Flights for them. Yeah, 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 they want a chartered flight just for the players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and for the other Australians who are stuck <laughs> in the country now, this might seem unfair. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Let let me get it clear. What's the this thing here? What's the uh, context here? Like uh, Australia banned all all flights from India because of uh, rising corona cases here. So because of that, uh, the Australian players that are already playing IPL they cannot return home once it is done, right? Right. So so in uh, for that sake, uh, it was Chris Lee or someone who came up and said uh, we need a charter uh, flight for uh, all the Australian players to go back home, and uh, and I read somewhere also about uh, charging ten percent of their fee. Of IPL feed for the arrangement of that flight is what to go back to to their family, and I don't think Australian government has come up with any reply or such. Uh, no, actually, uh, PM of Australia told uh, they are not representing country; they are not playing for the nation, so they won't no. be arranging any flights for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll come back on their own mm-hmm. and face normal like yeah, fourteen days quarantine and all that. Yeah. So this means Kane Richardson and Adam Zampa are stuck in Mumbai right now, and they're out of the cricket bubble. No, no, they went uh, just before that thing. Uh, no, happened. I don't think so. They're, they're not back in Australia yet, as yeah? far as what I read. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because the day they the day they withdrew from IPL is also the same day uh, flights got banned. Oh, yeah, same thing okay. happened to the umpire Paul Rifle or someone. Like he left the bio bubble and wanted to go back, but then the uh, the flight got cancelled. And yeah. I think UK and US travels are also banned right now. Yeah, yeah, US banned it uh, today. Today yeah, from today. Yeah. today. I mean, even Pakistan, Pakistan has banned Indian flights. Uh, no surprise, banned even from their own country. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, I, it's surprising that they have flights going to their country. Yeah, exactly. Because Malaysia <laughs> grounded one of their. They have other flights which are flying into other people's buildings. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, controversial. Okay, there. Oh, oh my God. We need to calm stop. down with the dark jokes. <laughs> we need to. Yeah, hitting controversial topics. I don't want uh, to get arrested. Uh, no, Sanil. <laughs> did you hit that joke right on the you know day of when Bin Laden got killed? Tomorrow is the day actually. Ten years. Oh back. shit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> It'll be ten years. What a coincidence! Yeah, exactly. Okay, this this ten will keep years. for another podcast. 
like the semi finals right yeah or is it like four teams four teams four teams okay. yeah like semi finals obviously csk <laughs> uh this time i i would say rcb as well mumbai indians okay. and i mean i am a i was i started out as a decker chargers fan and now i am a sunrisers fan so i can't leave them out i know they're at the bottom right now i'm looking at the table <laughs> they they've lost five fucking they've lost five matches but I'm still hopeful. <laughs> they need six wins, But, bro, in eight matches. I mean, seven matches. Yeah, I, I, it's highly unlikely that anything is going to happen with them. But uh, one can dream. But yeah, yeah, you don't know. My, uh, Williamson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's okay. the playoffs, and finals is probably going to be uh, RCB CSK. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. And who wins? We're going to have. Oh, oh, mate! Don't ask me that. <laughs> No, you can't tell uh, that, bro. You can't tell that. Uh, you know, for the sake of being from Karnataka, I'm gonna say RCB. Okay. Come on, Dandi. Yeah. Come on, Malay RCB. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Ashish. What's your What's your take on current table and uh, like how do you see it shaping up? Playoffs, yeah. Current table. Um, okay, I think three of them are for sure. One is CSK, yeah. Delhi, and Mumbai. Uh, and in the okay. case of rcb as usual we will be out with our calculators at the end <laughs> uh, but in the end i mean praying and depending on other teams to screw up finally based on run rate or whatever we will get into the playoff <laughs> yeah and uh, even though the brain says no anything other, i mean brain says rcb won't be the winner but if i being an rcb supporter say that uh, the winner will be someone else then uh, i think Yeah. yeah, I can't give you that as the prediction. So my prediction is RCB is winning the title. <laughs> okay. okay, for once. Okay. So yeah, Shreyan, uh, how do you see table shaping up and uh, the your uh, predictions for top four, yeah, top two and uh, winner? Mm, top four uh, with the teams that have already got ten points. Uh, CSK and uh, De- Delhi Capitals, they look set for playoffs. Oh, uh, I don't doubt them. RCB again, yeah. The inner uh, 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 heart really wants you know them to go all the way, but you know how it's how it's been with uh, with us for thirteen years. So I believe they'll scrape through. You know they have to win three out of the seven they have, the seven games they have to make it for sure qualification. So I believe they will sneak through. I I want to leave Mumbai Indians out because. They have not gelled up yet. Their middle order is not at all playing. You want to leave so, them out because if they play, do call it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, that's the other, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other reason. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I want to leave Mumbai Indians out, and I want to, you know, slide in Punjab because I don't know. They are the dark horses right now for me. Uh, it's controversial, yes, but I believe uh, Mumbai can be beat. Uh, from the playoff position, so I believe I'll go CSK, DC, RCB, and Punjab, 
but mumbai is a too big of a franchise to be left out that's how the script writers will see it as and uh, try and sneak in because big money commercial it's there so mm. right but i want to go with uh, punjab uh, rcb dc and csk and uh, the finals will be i want it to be a juicy one so i will choose our ha- most hated rivals that is csk versus rcb and rcb to win it mm-hmm. okay so that's like uh, three rcbs then yeah, three rcbs it'll be four yeah eventually <laughs> Okay. I mean, it's Paneet. a podcast with five guys from Karnataka, so you can't yeah. expect anything less. <laughs> no, no, I know some fucking idiots from what like CSK. Rajkumar, Ra- Rajkumar will rise from his grave and tell. You can't do yeah. that. <laughs> okay, Pranit, how do you <laughs> see table shaping up your predictions? Yeah. CSK and RCB top two. DC uh, yeah. will finish in top four, anyways. And uh, I want Punjab to instead of Mumbai, you know. RCB beat CSK in the qualifier one. Anyone of yeah. DC and Punjab win the eliminator, and then go on to beat CSK in qualifier two and a new champion. You know this season. Well, how come no one's talking about KKR, dude? Like they're like six right now, but no, you never know. KKR done and dusted. Yeah. I mean, all the players are <laughs> rusty. KKR and RR are Big two players. teams that nobody acknowledges. <laughs> No, RR actually they have like. RR is the only team with more players than fans. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, this season coming into the season, this season with all the players gone. I mean, yeah, no, coming into the season, no answer. Can I go ahead? I'll I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. RR is actually punching above their weight right now. Like they don't have strokes, they don't have Archer. Butler is not. I mean, playing to his potential. All the back players have. have Like gone back to England, actually doing well for what they have right now, and they can uh, like defeat some big teams in the end of tournament to make it spicy. At least for the fourth spot. You know. Okay, okay. So your uh, top four, top two, and top one. Top four, yeah. CSK, RCB, DC, Punjab. Uh, finals. Between RCB and any one of DC or Punjab, I don't mind. Obviously, RCB will win the title. Okay, nice. Okay, I'll be probably giving an alternate perspective. RCB, mm-hmm. DC, Punjab, and I think KKR might slide in. I just don't You're know. Like, I have CSK. So the table toppers are going to slip down. Oh yeah, sorry, oh, yeah. CSK. Sorry, CSK. About yeah. CSK. Yeah. RCB, CSK, DC, Punjab won't come in. KKR will come in. So that's my top four. Finals will be uh, as much as I want RCB to come. Okay, let's include RCB. RCB, KKR, RCB wins. Oh, oh KKR to the finals. I'll be like. Yeah, yeah. Nara. Yeah, uh, I really want to. As well as do all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Morgan has yeah. to basically think his team is England. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty no, much. No, I don't understand. Chubman Gill with all the hype has been utter shit this season. To be honest. And it's always like Shubman Gill is when Shubman Gill Gill is good when Prithvi Shaw is bad and it's always the the same converse. Uh, probably the juju by uh, Shubman yeah, Gill and Prithvi Shaw. Gill is the guy who said overrated. So this is karma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Virat Kohli wants to talk to you. Ashish. About the strike rate. 
I mean, let's not let's not talk about strike rates. Let's not talk about strike rates. And then you see where his game went. Is it so? I think you can draw the connection. Make the connection. Okay, okay. I think I think we've touched about enough of uh, cricket once we talk about Kohli. So let's focus on something uh, else, which Kohli is also interested in. That is football. Football. So let's come to the land of uh, Ibrahimovic. Uh, yes. So, Swedish house mafia. Uh, are you are you aware of uh, the ESL, the European Super League? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. That and that one thing I followed uh, a little bit more closely because that just changed. Uh, like everybody is fucking outraged at that. Like I have uh, friends from uh, Britain who are uh, who are my classmates, and okay. they were just. ranting so much about it oh my god you can't believe they just started throwing all these british fucking uh, <laughs> uh, curse curses at all these uh, clubs and all of that i yeah i, I mean from the comp- from the club's perspective it i can see why they want to do it but then they're like not taking uh, i mean when, when you know that the uefa president is taking the fan side you know something is wrong <laughs> right right yeah, exactly yeah. so wait to give to give uh, our uh, listeners some context so basically mm-hmm. proposals for a european super league uh, in football uh, is basically consisting of recurring attempts by individual teams which is like these 20 teams who want to be a part of this uh, to advocate for the creation of an additional tier of european football outside of the traditional footballing pyramids uh, of each national association so that's basically the definition which you get on wikipedia i'm just giving it out to uh, our uh, listeners so, so yeah uh, malia you were saying i am sorry i cut you off no it's fine uh, so yeah like i've i've, I've been watching uh, lots of uh, streamers uh, there's this one bald dude from uh, uk who has like a big channel He's like a diehard Arsenal fan, and he was like fucking ranting oh, about yeah. it. Oh <laughs> yeah, I believe we all know what you're talking about. I believe it's yeah, Lee yeah. Judges. Oh, Robbie, Don Robbie. Robbie, Robbie. 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 but i can understand from the uh, club owners perspective i mean there's not much revenue coming in right now without the fans and stuff so right. i understand why they want a bigger slice of the pie there but at the same time just uh, you, if you see it from the players perspective they're going to be playing like three to four times more games than what they're playing right now and that's going to put like a such a mental strain on them that they won't wouldn't want to play anymore like they're just going to mm-hmm. retire after like one season or something because they'll be playing so much for so little i, uh, I think so yeah i mean right. i i don't like it nobody um, everybody i know doesn't like it so yeah that's at least what i think of it right now so so did the what, what did you see on the swedish press like did it come on like papers and like in what sense did it come on the papers and all that uh, i mean in sweden yeah uh they had they had a few articles about it and saying wow like it was the same thing they just gave a i mean media here is just you know very uh i wouldn't say liberal but they are very centric centrist 
so yeah they right. they gave a very un- unbiased uh, opinion that said pretty much nothing uh, so they didn't give any of their perspectives they didn't interview anyone for that matter it was just uh, oh this happened sure okay we'll cover it up uh, cover the uh, topic and move on yeah that that was about it right 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 yeah um and um, any any pushback from other sports like people from other sporting uh you know like players from other sports coming in and uh, pitching in their opinion anything that you heard of uh yeah uh, recently uh, for this uh, for the portuguese uh, gp that's uh, the, for the qualifying qualifiers actually going on right now as we speak so uh everybody all the uh, teams and all the uh, drivers they were like uh, we are going on a social media boycott to right, help yeah. or uh, yeah that's been going on now so so as to like help the football uh, players from the other uh, sports like football in this case uh, get through the online harassment and all of that that's been going on mm-hmm. from the fans because they've been harassing like the people uh, they've been harassing players who can't really do anything about this they just right. they're playing for the team they, they can't do anything about it so the people have been harassing them saying they shouldn't play and like so yeah that that's uh, one thing that i've seen right now and since i don't really follow any other sports in, like football and in, football is like the second uh, most like the in, sport i follow the most like second most so yeah and i don't follow football a lot so yeah that's been going on now for now and that's all i know about all right all right uh, uh, ashish I yeah. What's okay. on ESL? Um, so, ESL, I think, yeah, just like Malia said, um, we all understand why it happened. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we I right. mean, it was expected. And uh, I think I sent Perla a screenshot once uh, from Wikipedia when I was reading this. This is in regards to how the Premier League formed way back in 92. Mm. The Premier League formed as a breakaway league from okay. the football league because the TV person met with the top five clubs of that time, which was Arsenal, Everton, uh, United, Tottenham, uh, and Liverpool. And th- his idea was that you need uh, more lucrative TV rights. Um, he felt that more it would be more beneficial for ITV if uh, only the uh, matches for the biggest clubs in the country were broadcast everywhere yeah right and also the revenue would be shared in the first division uh, instead of how it was all the teams in football league um, across all divisions this would not happen only your current division would get the uh, tv revenue uh, and so on so this was something which came out from money uh, money was the root cause for this to happen uh, there were, I mean, people, it seems also in the 80s, people are already talking about the elite clubs of England forming a breakaway league. And it happened. The, and similarly, there was, the reason it happened though, is because the football association, the FA, uh, they, they were not in good relations with uh, the football league and they made it happen. But currently, I think you can say that similar conditions on a continental level is what led to this coupled with the monetary problems for the big clubs which started because of covid i mean especially the big clubs they have disproportionately large salaries for their players especially a team like barcelona and real madrid 
एंड व्हेन यू डोंट हैव द फैंस कमिंग इन व्हेन अ बिग चंक ऑफ योर रेवेन्यू इज कट आउट यू टेक अ लॉस यू टेक अ बिग हिट या आई मीन सो आई मीन ऑफ कोर्स द स्मॉल क्लब्स आर आल्सो हिट विद लॉसेस बट द बिग टीम्स आर हिट विद अ मच मच लार्जर लॉस इन कंपैरिजन एंड दैट इज व्हाई फ्लोरेंटिनो पेरेज हु हैज बीन प्लॉटिंग for a super league since the last 10 years 11 years he took this as an opportunity and this is how they started it but the thing is like i said like amalya said we all know where they're coming from and even wenger yeah. way back in 2009 he predicted that uh, something like this would happen because rich, uh, the, yeah the top clubs are just not making enough money from uefa because mm-hmm. i think everybody knows uefa are not good guys Yeah, right, yeah, they are the middlemen that take money. They are like uh, mm-hmm. are the middlemen in our country, farmers and all that. Uh, okay, I don't want to go into those parallels now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. no, no. Let's, let's not go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I think, yeah. I think we, un- it's we not, understand what you're saying. A liberal yeah. bucket here, please. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, yes. So, yeah, so yeah. the thing is, UEFA are not the good guys here. Um, so it is understandable that people want uh, the clubs want to keep the money for their own instead of having a middleman make up uh, make the large amount of money and also they are right that people want to see the top clubs play against each other yeah mm-hmm. especially right. if african and indian audiences you and i yeah would we stop would we uh, feel about this as strongly as england and boycott the teams no if we had the opportunity to watch uh, a real madrid or a barcelona play against a united or a city every week we would do it yeah we we wouldn't mm-hmm. stop we pe- indians would watch it africans would watch it it would be big asians yeah right. yeah it would be big so i i can understand what they thought about it but the thing is they didn't think about the consequences because sport needs to have consequences there needs to be merit based on performance competence yeah, yeah there should be competition that is the whole point yeah. of making a league or a tournament because otherwise it just becomes an exhibition match and what they yeah, proposed yeah. was an exhibition and that is what fueled the outrage i think uh, if they had come up with a format that actually had punishment and where you could not buy yourself into this league i think yeah that's what people got enraged about like teams like tottenham and arsenal uh, who barely win anything yeah. how did they get into this <laughs> elite league and why are they part of some 12 teams that will get 350 million up front just for participating in this is what caused the outrage so we can understand yeah, I, I, I think not only this i think the the fact i don't think people would have been as outraged as they are now probably like maybe like 3 4 years before this the fact that it's happening right now because of covid and all of that i think it's more out like it's more uh, Uh, oh, yeah, what do i say it's it was sinister it was like a sinister yeah, yeah. plot like the timing of it was yeah. so wrong yeah and yeah. Yeah. some yeah. other time like they would have advantage of yeah, the yeah, exact situation correct yeah so yeah you were saying ashish i, I cut you off uh, yeah, that's so that, that's what so uh, like i said i understand why they would want to go ahead with it but they went ahead without a proper plan yeah and they simply came out and announced it at a bad very bad time and yes. uh they made and they were so uh, this was so unplanned and so unorganized that they made uefa and fifa look like good guys so i think that gives you the yeah. picture mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> how poorly it was yeah how how poorly this was all handled yeah. and the fact that within less in within 48 hours it even received government backlash from uk <laughs> with the prime minister himself saying government would step in to ban this Uh, so right, I think yeah, Boris Johnson. That's how, yeah, yeah that's how, yeah. <laughs> how uh, when, poorly handled yeah, it. When, yeah, when Bojo also had to step in to do this. <laughs> Messi head messiah. Uh, uh, he became uh, the Messi yeah. head messiah. 
Yeah, him and Donald Trump have like the yeah. best hair ever. Yeah. The English so, Donald right. Trump. Yeah. yeah. It looks. <laughs> so 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 Pranay, do you think there's like uh like significant similarities between this and the IPL? Like I mean, yeah, crass consumerism one thing. But I think the sensitivity of the situation and like if you take that into account, uh, do you think there are like parallels between the two leagues and especially if you think about the IPL now that Ashish has put that into perspective there's no such punishment that comes in the IPL when it comes to you know finishing 6th or finishing 7th like there's a, they're always guaranteed a place uh, you know at the top of the table i mean on the table to compete for the next year do you do you think there has to be any sort of uh, reworking on that format what what is, what is your opinion overall on the ESL and you know possible comparisons between the IPL and that Com- comparison is that both wanted money more money uh when uh people started icl uh the bcc like just trash at them and like they stopped the icl like and then after a year they started ipl it's, i mean right. it's the same format so uh esl like uh, i hate perez okay i'm telling you honestly i hate perez for the way he has treated our legends okay over what the is the teacher about like, to hate him <laughs> no <laughs> i hate perez itself as a human being i hate him to the core but if see him as a businessman he's a crazy businessman like just imagine okay. like he'll be the president okay and like some 20 top teams will playing under him and say like uh, now under uefa if some i mean in uefa competitions if some teams uh, does something like the penalty will go to the uefa but in right. esl if there's something happens like that all the money will come and fall in his pockets he can use that money to buy their own players i mean so there's a conflict of interest yeah i mean like the business plan was crazy but then the execution execution was really bad that's what i feel okay and what about possible comparisons i mean possible improvements of the ipl looking at other european football leagues do you ever like see that happening or that is not going to happen anytime soon no cricket is different football is different football is based on like the clubs like most of the year the clubs play and can i mean very rarely we see like the players playing for the nation but in cricket it's most time the players play for the nation and like two months they play for the clubs so i don't see like uh ipl becoming that relegation promotion and all that mm. you can't compare you're saying there's not that much time to uh, there's not that much time to create separate league the whole and... system of the cricket like from mm. them playing for the nations you should like make it like football i mean that's impossible the icc won't let that happen either yeah, there's no money right right. <laughs> yeah. right right yeah yeah i think the main the main Uh, idea behind this is to create uh, stable revenue i mean that's that's what i heard from a lot of people because i mean especially COVID, i think even before covid came into the picture i think real madrid were on a debt of about 900 million if i'm not yeah. wrong yeah so i think post covid they just got worse so they just want to stabilize their revenue from all fronts um so uh, do you, do you think um uh, uefa's uh stands after that is any better than what it is and you know 
what, what are your takes on that uh i'll go for shrank uh with the again uh clubs uh I, the basic idea what these owners had was uh you know i believe it was a sort of a negotiation tactic or open public negotiation tactic with uefa got right. it uh you know their idea of because uefa was pushing ahead uh, for a reform in ucl and which was not, and the revenue that these big clubs would have got from that was not enough for them and uh, that is where uh, these owners came up with uh, you know this plan of you know breakaway league we'll come up with european super league you know we'll do this we'll do that you know create a, a huge uh, uproar so that the uefa you know will come down on its knees and you know accept these terms that the clubs were already presenting and uh, uh, coming uh, coming again with these owners being detached completely from the fans was another big factor Mm. Okay. Uh, wait, I forgot what you asked in the first place. I went with my drift. No, I was saying, um, like, in in what sense do you think, like, um, the I mean, UEFA is better in this uh, context, basically. Like, uh, uh, what are they doing different uh, after the entire ACL thing came falling apart? Like, how is that uh, being? You know, you, you can say writing the wrong. Uh, yeah. Done by UEFA. No, to be honest, uh, it was like choosing between a you know uh, a snake and a scorpion. So both were poisonous. So the basic uh, or the only high ground that UEFA took was they side uh, they they the fans uh, the way fans took it took ESL. It looked UEFA also you know back that kind of uh, uh, exactly, you know fans yeah. emotions, and yeah. that is the reason where UEFA comes out as a good person in this context. Good. Yeah. 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 uh going ahead uh, the reforms you see the reforms that uf has proposed okay it has this its own uh, you know merit system you know incorporating a lot of different teams but then you see the amount of uh, games the players have to play now the mm-hmm. uh, almost uh, if i'm not wrong it's a 36 uh, uh, team tournament now next from 2024 isn't it yeah i think so yeah yeah mm-hmm. 36 game and uh, there also they are proposing a system of you know uh, each team plays against each other you know come up with the top 8 moving into the playoffs i mean uh, moving into the knockout stages and everything again there also the idea behind uh, you know the total idea behind is generating more revenue through more viewership more matches and ufa is just pushing this reforms uh, you know uh, uh, without the big clubs being on board because the big clubs also are getting greedy because uh, before the uh, you know corona came up uh, and hit their financial uh, accounts uh, they were already you know moving towards a, um, a region where they were already making less money generating less uh, money out of whatever they were uh, investing in players or the merchandise or whatever it is so uefa coming out as a good uh, you know a better uh, better of the two evils will not lead to a greater change it will also if it will further lead to you know strengthening of uefa's position and it will you know uh, it will you know the uefa will just think that okay they are doing the right thing they will press ahead with that because they have fans on board with it exactly But i believe yeah. uh, once everybody understands this new ucl format even they will get to know that okay this is something you know uh, an, an not a, a not much different from what esl was supposed to be 
the only thing is uh, players uh, i guess will be more vocal uh, we saw uh, gundogan coming out and telling you know why are we not talking about this now whether like we, how rihana did apparently uh, so why are we not talking about uh, the new usual format so probably right. with ufa you you never know ufa and fifa are two of the most corrupt bodies on this planet you know one of the ex- former uh, fifa head is behind bars platini so it's 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 right. all it's all it's all uh, money oriented and uh, probably it'll just you know um, it'll get more money oriented going ahead fans will be just left in the mud right 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 brilliantly well uh, put across uh, shrank okay i think we pretty much touched upon uh, uh, most of our uh, this thing topics or areas of discussion so now finally coming down to ucl predictions guys yes. uh semi final finals and winner i want malia oh ah oh, mate ah uh, semi fuck finals i think it's uh fuck no, me don't tell someone from alswinkel what don't tell someone from the alswinkel abbe <laughs> uh yeah okay so i would say finals is probably going to be again at uh, uh, psg and uh, bayern i think all right bayern are out no bayern are out bro bayern no wait out. what the oh wait, then i'm looking at the wrong scores wait Okay, we'll we'll tell him the team at least. Sunil, tell the teams and let him yeah. choose. Wait. Okay, let me tell you who's there. What, Sunil? You you don't have it in your tip of the tongue. It's City versus PSG and Chelsea versus Madrid. Oh, and yeah. uh, uh, one leg is already done of the semi-final. Yeah, that's uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, Real Madrid, Chelsea is done. Chelsea, Real Madrid. uh the second leg is yet to be done man city has won against psg okay okay cool so the semi finals are already done uh first leg of both is done uh i uh i think psg will win against man city in the next second leg uh okay. and real madrid will win against chelsea in its second leg and then one final the game happy here yeah i can't help it man <laughs> uh uh yeah then ah uh, i think real madrid will win, win this time oh with the players they have going with the pedigree yeah okay. with the players they and have this uh, time like they look like they they seem they, they're a very strong team this time okay real madrid to win okay yeah. pranith your predictions top 4 Top two, top one. Okay, so the semis, I think. Uh, yeah, semis Madrid is pretty much decided. Yeah. Yeah, Madrid is gonna win uh, against Chelsea, and <laughs> uh, I think City is gonna beat uh, PSG somehow, and then like score ninetieth uh, minute equalizer or something and win it. And finals, I want uh, City to win actually. They win. I mean, it's like. similar to rcb you know we select up from there we have been they have been waiting for a long time they oh, are really good they team. are nowhere like rcb don't yeah, even exactly. compare in new yeah. <laughs> in new rcb 
I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the you know Premier League. I'm just talking about the UCL. They have been like want to win that trophy from a really long time. And like even uh, I want Aguero to leave City like with as many trophies yeah, as yeah, he yeah. can. So I want I mean even I mean I'm a Madrid fan, but then I want uh, City to win this. Trophy. We still don't know what fan you are, but yeah, okay. Yeah. match. Two days back or something, uh, that will be a huge blow. PSG can spring up surprise seeing their performance against Bayern, but this City team looks too good though. At times it is. I mean, Ruben Diaz at the back has been a great signing. Uh, I believe they'll win. City will win there. You know, somehow like oh, probably probably the second leg will be a one-one, and uh, City will go through on uh, because they scored more goals. Three, it will be three-two uh, on aggregate. City to go through. Here in Chelsea, Real Madrid, it is dicey. We have that away goal, one-one. The Real Madrid team is nowhere the Real Madrid team it used to be, but still it has the pedigree. That's what. Uh, that's what. We have Hazard. Me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it scares me. But then uh, again, their team news is bad. Marcelo is out just because he needs to stay for an election or something. I'm. I was like. Yeah, he has an election duty. <laughs> yeah, I, I. I don't know how. How do I take that news? Uh, Marcelo will be out. Uh, there will be no Mendy, Ferland Mendy. Their usual left back is out. Danny Carvalho is out uh, through injury. So I fancy our chances because we have been resolute on, with our defense uh, at the back. When uh, since Thomas Tuchel has taken over, three at the back. I believe we'll scrape through or probably we'll shut shop. Uh, uh, and but the key will be who will score the first goal. Uh, and from there the impetus starts. I don't see this Real Madrid team putting a Huge fight, seeing their performances. I believe uh, Chelsea will go through, and uh, if we go through, we'll go all the way. We'll win. We'll beat City because we have done it against them in semi-final. And based on that, I I have some confidence that we'll beat this City team. So I uh, Chelsea is going going to win the UCL. Okay, so yeah. you tell me about yours. You tell me about your your prediction, Sanil. I know you're Europe, a United fan. It but it's terrible. Europe. Yeah, yeah. No, about... no, let's not talk about Europa. <laughs> let's talk about only you UCL. 6-2, bro. You won six two. Not a bad. I don't want to say anything. That's bad. No, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> let's, let's focus on UCL, please. Yeah, yeah. You, you okay. tell your prediction now. Yeah. So okay, it's two one now. City uh, leading. Um, I'm going to go with PSG. So Ooh. PSG. Yeah, I think PSG. I I think they really. Really want it more than City. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I think uh, it's really hard one because both are Arab owners and you know how much they yeah. invested into this. Yeah, I mean the entire investment like it's idea, philosophy, their business model is based on winning the Champions League, and mm-hmm. I think I just <laughs> think PSG's owners want it a little more than City's do. Um, I think it goes that far because. Uh, it it sounds it starts from like it starts from the top right how much the owners are invested in the uh, in the team so i think because 
yeah i think it's going to be psg going through as far okay. as chelsea madrid are concerned um i don't know man i am not really sure about madrid um yeah i think chelsea will scrape through so chelsea versus psg will be finals psg wins i think oh. 1-0 in the finals oh yeah nice mm-hmm. makes sense yeah, makes a lot of sense but with mbappe out do you think city uh, i think i think talent i think they might i think they just will okay okay so interesting tuesday yeah. and wednesday tuesday and wednesday coming up yes let us Exciting. see let us see i mean this month is crazy with filled with football content to be honest no it's filled with sports content that, yeah, that's sports what content, i'm like really yeah yeah, yeah. There's so much mm-hmm. F1. There's IPL all the time. Yeah, yeah. There's F1. Yeah. There's I, yeah. That's what like. That's the beauty about sports coming back. I mean, if you, I think uh, Ashish wants to rejoin. He had left the conversation yeah. between. I don't think he can. I don't think the app allows that. Who uh, send him a link? Yeah. I mean, he he can try no, no. joining into a link, but I think it will still say that the podcast it's is recording. Yeah. No, I think yeah, he can still recording. join in. He can still join in. Okay. Let's hear his prediction. Uh he's trying to join apparently but he doesn't he's not here. Uh is he still is it possible for him to join in? I don't think so. He he started trying it like a minute ago so he should have joined by now. Yeah. Okay, that's all right. The we'll take his predictions over like writing or some shit. Yeah, I sent a yeah. text just now. Yeah. It okay. says something went wrong. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, yeah, so it's like uh, it's one to a game with Verstappen third. Yeah, uh, same thing. Yeah. Uh Verstappen I uh, fucking hit the track limits. He extended his track limits just now. <laughs> he went to P1 That's and so then dropped to P10. Yeah. 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 Uh, so what is the F1 constructors table looking like? Huh? What's the F1 constructors table looking like? Constructors it's table. Uh, I think it's still uh, Red Red Bull Mercedes as always. And Verstappen is I Red think is back. one to two points behind uh, Hamilton now, right? Point behind Hamilton. One point. One point behind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he really Hamilton. has a shot at the title this time. Verstappen really has a shot at the title and is not giving up any chances whatsoever. And Verstappen is uh, Red Bull, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He is okay, uh, Red okay. Bull. A surprising okay, so... third person here is Lando Norris. I would say it's his second season in F1, and he third. he's third season. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wasn't he like yeah, a rookie yeah. driver before this? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Okay, okay. Uh, he's just making waves now. So I mean, yeah, Hamilton almost discuss, won yeah. as a rookie. He won the championship yeah. in 2007 almost. Yeah. Almost. I mean, almost. it shows that if you have a good car, you can just get it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the driver skill also matters. Yeah, I can't deny that. But yeah, we can discuss F1 but, at another time. Yeah. No, we can. We can. I mean, I'm just like, uh, I'm trying to get a feel of F1 we, again. Uh, I'm trying to get a feel of F1 have, because... Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to feel the F1 because uh, I just started into MotoGP recently and like I've been uh, following a lot of documentaries and like I've been watching like game days and all that. 
but um dude like MotoGP is like damn crazy so i want to see how like how much of an influence does the the driver uh, have in f1 as opposed mm-hmm. to MotoGP MotoGP yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. uh try watching drive to survive in netflix you might get a feel yeah. of that one yeah i mean that show oh, has can. like it has a lot of uh, uh what do you say spice spice added to it so take whatever they say with a grain of salt but uh, right. i mean that's or whatever they should show in the in the third season is almost accurate to however uh, everything went down but they've added some uh, extra story uh, storytelling touches or uh, something to it so yeah 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 they make good friends with like rivals yeah, yeah yeah right 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 okay okay yeah all right i think we've uh, touched almost no. an hour and a half now yeah. um yeah. pranit yeah has pranit uh, told us his predictions yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Ah, okay cool pranit told Okay, all right. Do we get an Ashish prediction as well? Uh, he said uh, Real Madrid will win it through uh, Zidane's black magic or hashtag, <laughs> quote-unquote ball magic. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Real Madrid for him. Real Madrid, I think even uh, Malia also was Real Madrid, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, Malia two Real Madrid, Madrid one Chelsea. City, sorry. One Chelsea, one City. Uh, one City, one PSG. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Okay, okay, interesting, interesting boys. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I think I mean, this was a really interesting uh, discussion, not only about... Yeah. Sorry? It was a very interesting first episode, I was going to say. Yeah. No, I thought someone uh, had something to say. No, no, no. I hope oh, to no, do, no. do oh. more of it. More of this. Yeah, oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I think. It's a pretty interesting discussion. Everything ranging from how sport like affected us on a personal level, which for me uh, it genuinely did. Uh, in fact, I, I will go out to say I was pretty much in a state of depression. Uh, I think that's yeah. I, I was genuinely in a state of depression. I was really low. I was not able to figure out what I was doing in life at one point. Uh, I spoke to some really trustworthy people uh, in in around me uh, in my workplace and also uh, <laughs> the place where I was staying. My roommates at that point they really helped me through it uh, because I was genuinely not able to figure out what was happening in my life at that point. Uh, but they helped me through it, and I figured out sport was definitely an outlet, like how Ashish mentioned, um, and uh, like how Perla mentioned, it was uh, definitely. Uh, a place where you went out your emotions you come back from work or you come back from college or tuitions or wherever you are uh, you mm-hmm. come back at the end of the day to you know consume something which is so interesting mm-hmm. so you know it occupies your time and you know you have something to uh, reciprocate with so all these things yeah. you know make a big difference uh, on a, on a on a holistic level so yeah and and to hear malia's story about how he sort of dealt with the situation away from home away in a mm-hmm. in a in a, not to say alien country but then relatively alien country because of uh, yeah. uh, the restrictions which he had and all of that uh, it really you know it, it's 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 very wholesome if you think about it what we sort of experienced uh, mm-hmm. a learning curve nonetheless and the the i think the fact of the matter is we've we got through it 
uh, we have to focus on what we can do next and how sport is you know going to shape up next and i think the one thing we can all learn from this is that we, we i think sport uh, the perspective of sport has changed i mean it's no longer an afterthought it's no longer something which we take it for granted i think people are taking ser- sports more seriously than ever um yeah. yeah i think that's my perspective on this and you know Definitely. uh you know overall situation at this point because we i think we're privileged to have sports uh, in our lives oh yeah definitely definitely yeah, yeah it's you won't know what how much you uh, you know treasure a sport until it's until it's gone for a, right. for a year or half a year or something absolutely and then you absolutely. have like what do i do now like sports or something to you know put out your frustrations or uh, went out on or some anything like that as you guys said yes and absolutely. not having that outlet is uh, is really straining it's it puts a lot of mental anxiety on your uh, on yourself and you stress yourself out over it so absolutely. sports really is a boon and the fact that people are uh, all the players are putting their lives at risk risk for their sake and for the fans is i putting hats off to them absolutely that's well rounded yeah, yeah. i Shreyang, mean shreyank pranit any final words yeah uh, see uh, it might sound insig- insignificant because my parents come up okay every time i at 2:30 in the night when when they come up and see me screaming because chelsea scored you know that mm-hmm. joy that i get from that uh, uh, you know let it be 2:30 3 o'clock in the night and they don't connect to our say, uh, our feelings they are like chelsea is somewhere it is almost 8000 yeah. 8000 kilometers away yeah. in england they don't they don't know you exist and everything i'm uh, yeah, they don't really get that bond and the way we cherish that bond it's just with sports is just mad because uh, we are investing so many of so much of our emotions uh, rather than doing it mm-hmm. on a, a whole new different things that we can we are choosing sports as a medium to you know uh, yeah. to feel to feel happy to feel sad to you know collectively come uh, even though i i don't know a person uh if if he turns out to be a fellow chelsea fan or a rcb fan of a similar team the way we bond just over that one team i mean i don't think you can replicate this emotion that no, easily right. on different uh, on other things so that is why yeah. this, this sports is kind of a uh, you know uh, cricket is seen as a religion in our country same mm-hmm. as sports any in any form is a huge deal you know it's uh, it's almost like bread and breakfast to all the people that enjoy sports so i uh, that's about uh, how i would like to put it right uh, pranit any any last words uh yeah he said a cup namde yeah well all of for us that, pretty much predicted that i'll, so. I'll try excluding that out from the podcast uh, for Just that i would say you'll it. you'll never walk alone buddy yeah <laughs> Okay brilliant guys brilliant absolutely brilliant yeah. crazy crazy conversation with you guys um yeah. really fun talking to you shreyank i think ashish is missing uh, yeah. pranit yeah. it was a pleasure having you guys on this uh, podcast and uh, yeah i think we i look forward to having you guys again definitely it's been so long since we spoke exactly yes, yes. absolutely thank you yeah, it's okay. been so good talking to you guys again Definitely man yeah
what do you guys know yeah yeah pranit did you postpone your date or what what sorry what did you postpone your date or what i must be going on some uh, some tinder virtual date or some shit oh fuck you have tinder dates on zoom on oh, next level man you are <laughs> that's why they uh, all were the pundi man Uh, yeah, the crazy. 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 Yeah. Okay, guys. Chalo. Let's take wrap care. this up then. Chalo. Take care. Take care. Yeah. You guys. See you, See you guys. Bye-bye. See you. See you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.